There's a a pasuk in an interesting place. There's a Rashi. It's in the Sefish Shaifim when the Malach comes to Gida. There's a time when Klaishu was being oppressed by Midian, and uh, the Malach comes to Gidon, and the Malach says to Gidon, Hashem Hashem is with you. And Gidon's response to that isn't thank you very much. Gidon's response is, V'yesh Hashem v'imano. So where all the Nisim, did in Mitzrayim. So Hashem is with us, really? We're being oppressed. If Hashem is with us, so well, why aren't you seeing this in Mitzrayim? So what was the question? What was the question? What was he trying to ask? So Rashi explains. And Rashi says, Gidon's sign of the Tanya Yiman of Shach. And that is, in Mitzrayim, does the Klai Yisrael deserve to be saved or not deserve to be saved? And Yiman of Shach, if they didn't deserve to be saved, but you see Hashem saved them after the event, that's okay, so then why, why, why are we any different? Why are we any different? We also don't deserve to be saved. If Hashem could have saved them, even though they didn't deserve any Mitzrayim, Hashem could save us now also if we don't deserve it. And if they did deserve to be saved, this is Hamshak and Chazal, and if in Mitzrayim they did deserve to be saved, then if that's the case, why don't they ask and work to save us as well? That was Kiran's uh, argument. Again, one Shah. If it's a shayla of that we got saved, we didn't deserve it, then we the same. We also don't deserve it. And if they deserved it then, then they're supposed to help us. Well, we weren't we being saved. Because this was such a good argument that I could, even though until now, Gideon had been speaking to the Malach, the next pasuk is that Hashem turns to Gideon and he says, Leich b'kaycha chazer v'yishad n'sisrael. With the kaycha of what he said, that's supposed to be going to have to save Klai Yisrael. It doesn't make any sense. Neither side of his kavachem seems to make sense. Firstly, uh, if you're going to take the second part first, the question is more obvious. If they deserve to be saved, this person would help for them. What argument is that if they deserve to be saved, then this person should help for us? They deserve it, help them. We don't deserve it, so we don't get saved. Mechi Taisi, that a person who's zoichet to save himself, also has a, the same source will work to save a door 200 years later. Why is the one side and the other one? Well, what's the argument? That's the one. And on the other side, it also doesn't make any sense. Because he said, if we don't deserve it, so they also doesn't deserve it. Well, there's a very big difference. Hashem made the Indian to save them, even if they didn't deserve it, because he wanted to give them the Torah. And Hashem made a promise of our Mavidah. And uh, there, there were other factors involved as well. And if that's the case, you can't just say that you have a Tarah of everyone who doesn't deserve gets saved. But there were, there were reasons why Akadosh Baruch wanted to save Tarah Shavah. And like, like he told Moshe Rabbeinu. Like he told Moshe Rabbeinu. And so that, therefore we're going to say that not deserving isn't the reason to get saved. Not deserving means Afal, Pekain, but they didn't deserve it. But nevertheless they got saved because there were factors in Mitzrayim which Hashem was interested in saving them for, even though they didn't deserve it. Masha Enken, those factors might not be the gay right now. And if that's the case, what, what's, the, what's the comparison? They don't deserve, we don't deserve, so we're all in the same boat. So it's, it's a very hard logic to follow, especially that we see HaKadosh Baruch like approved of it. That was a schus that he said to Gideon, you're going to say Kaya Shavodos. Let's say they deserve to be saved. The point is that that was Kibbutzabam Zafusa? It helps them. He said it helps us. A person deserves something means he deserves it for himself. Mechizah says he deserves it for other people. Because it's not 
Right. There are people who have this archetype, and it doesn't mean necessarily was somebody else. That's different. That's different. Because that was a promise. Hashem told the others that this chosen will save your children. Now, we've never said that that, that that was already Hashem already made the connection. Yes, the Chalil Akim, the Recha Charecha. Okay, so that, that, now, so let's go back to what you're talking about. So that, our questions, again, what are the Kenan's arguments? You don't seem to understand it. So the answer is, you don't understand, that the reason we, having, we have the question is because we're looking at the Musag of deserving and not deserving in the wrong way. Now, as we think about whether it's a dikim, that they deserve to be saved because they did so many good or whether they didn't have they didn't have enough mycetovim and therefore they deserve to be punished because they had done a virus, whatever the virus might have been. And if you're going to try and be mafarid while they were, so we know both ways. Uh, we know that, for example, Chazal told us the Kai Yisrael and Mitzrayim were nizar from anything to do with Arais. They all maintained their purity, they all maintained their kedusha on the one side. So we have a source. On the other side, so if you're looking for reasons to talk about personal like, merits versus demerits, so we can give makaris for both. Give makaris for both. But that's not what Gideon wanted to say. It wasn't the question that he had. Because, like we said, that wouldn't necessarily be the same by the people in the time of Gideon. It wouldn't have an effect on them. What Hashem will do for them. And therefore, there's a different equivalent. And then the, the Kura Gidon was, was asking, or was his tainer, was regarding something else. And that is, is there a source of Klal Yisrael? Not individually the people then what they did right or wrong, as opposed to the people today what they did right or wrong. That's a different point. And that is, in order to, protect, to save Klal Yisrael, so it, is there a Muslim of Klal Yisrael have to deserve for Hashem to save Klal Yisrael? That there should be Kla Yisrael or not? Hashem will say Kla Yisrael even Kla Yisrael don't deserve. Because do we look at the Haftacha that Hashem had that He's going to save Kla Yisrael as a Haftacha regardless of what Kla Yisrael is holding? Regardless of what Kla Yisrael is holding, Hakadosh Baruch is going to save Kla Yisrael because He wanted to be Kla Yisrael. Or do we say no? There's a Haftacha. There's a Haftacha that Hashem will say Kla Yisrael, but that's after Kla Yisrael. That's after Kla Yisrael. Now. Before I go give the two sides of Gideon's question, let's first just explore the, the, the theology, the sphere of both options. The first option means that since HaKadosh Baruch Hu is committed to saving Klai Yisrael, he will, even if Klai Yisrael don't deserve it, even if Klai Yisrael don't deserve it, he'll still save Klai Yisrael, because Hashem has committed himself. And if that's the case, we can be the biggest to show him, and we can have zero schosim, but the master we can't get to a stage where Hashem will destroy Klai Yisrael. Option number one. Option number two, and that is, it's true Hashem made a promise to Klai Yisrael a number of times. A number of times, but we have to be Klai Yisrael for that. And if, if, if Klai Yisrael, therefore, aren't, so to speak, living up to what Klai Yisrael is meant to do, then, as they are now, Hashem is not to say that. Now, it's understood, given the most focus about that. The Torah can't be wrong. The Torah can't be wrong. And if that's the case, if Klai Yisrael don't deserve to be saved, 
and it doesn't work, Hashem says, even if they don't deserve it, then what's going to happen is, that's going to happen in the Gemara, if this is an understanding throughout Jewish history, what's going to happen is that HaKadosh Baruch is going to have to bring Klayashol to the stage they did deserve to be saved. And it has to be a two-step process. Either we look at it that Hashem's promise to save Klayashol, and therefore He'll save them even if they don't deserve it. Punish them, maybe. They'll have they'll, the, 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 the fact that they have that they aren't perfect. Hashem is the deal with. We want them to get destroyed. And if that's the case, so he'll save them even though they aren't deserved because he can't, he can't let them get destroyed. Or not. As Rishai, maybe they could get destroyed. And therefore, in order for Hashem to become his Afakha, that he's not going to destroy Klai Israel, he has to first make them the truth. We have to first do something to make them not Rishai, and now they deserve to be saved. Which way is it? Which way is it? Does it start with the point that the guarantee to Klai Yisrael means Hashem will save us as Rishayim because, because He can't let Klai Yisrael get destroyed? Or no? The way it works is that first we have to be, so to speak, forced to, to, to develop the Shusim which we're going to need in order to get saved. Now why do you have a Sadiq by Mitzrayim? Because in Mitzrayim you can look at it two ways. Because now that we've done Shuv, or now that we've done something right, now we deserve it. So, so what? But the we, right now we're in a place where we deserve it. It's not them. It's a pretty it's a event event. 100%. And if because of the gun that a person does Shuv, so now he's done Shuv. Yeah, as far as giving him reward for his good, uh, his mice and toby, maybe you're right. As far as the fact that it gets a person to do Shuv, then it works. He's not doing a very style. He's done I mean, just if I have to wait a Chazal to the Chazal to back that up, we you know. Homan did more to get Klai Yisrael to the Chuvah than all the Nevi'im. Homan put the gun to their head. But Lemais did the Chuvah. Okay, so now what, so let's, go, let's go back to Mitzrayim. And let's see why you can see, see it from both points of view. What happened in Mitzrayim? This is an interesting point. Mitzrayim starts from the... from when the Geula process starts. When Klai Yisrael comes to Moshe in Midian. And he tells him, he tells him, I've seen Asani Ami and Sivim Mitzrayim, and everything has happened to him, and therefore I'm, saving you to, I'm sending you to save them. I'm sending you to save them. And Moshe is forced to take the job. So Moshe is sent to save Klai Yisrael. At that stage, has Klai Yisrael done anything to deserve to be saved? No. No. Uh, and the master goes through many more stages. Moshe comes, Moshe tells him he's going to save them. Then Moshe lets them down, so to speak, power makes things worse. They get upset about it, he comes back, the Mac will start. It was a long process. Eventually, we get to, over the year or the year and a half that all took, we get to just before, uh, just before Yitzhak Mitzrayim. We get to Nisan when, when, of, of the year that they meant to come out of Mitzrayim. And now Kodesh Baruch says, you have to bris you have to shech the Abedazar of Mitzrayim uh, on the day before, on the Erev Pesach. So, Kodesh did want to, didn't want to, they did they managed to shake the God of Mitzrayim, they managed to get to the Brismeda, and they came out of Mitzrayim. Okay, we just saw the story. Now, the critical point is like this. When, how do we look at it? Do we look at it that that's in the Geula started a year ago? Hashem already told Moshe as a Navi, I'm sending to bring the Geula a year before. And at that stage, Geula didn't deserve anything. He hadn't done anything right yet. And therefore, Geula starts even before Geula did it. Maybe so Geula didn't know that, but when we see the, how things developed, we see that Hashem, Moshe had been sent a long time before him to be the girl. And Hashem told him I'm going to save Klai Yisrael. Hashem said this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. So why then did he need him? Did he need Klai Yisrael's participation, so to speak, on Erev Pesach? For a, a specific prat. And that's what says in the Torah. 
that the, that if you put the blood on your door, that you won't get killed by Marcus Bukharis. If there was anyone who ascribed to the belief system of Mitzrayim, which was the Bukhara, and that's what they worshipped, was going to get killed. Marcus Bukharis, so you have to you have to do this to protect yourself. You're not going to get killed. But there was a price. There wasn't the point of the good. The good was happening either way around. That's why we could look at it. Or you could say it a different way around. And then as Hashem knew that Daesh will have to do Chuva in order to bring the good. And Hashem knows the future. So he's just working backwards. And since he knows that Daesh will go to Chuva by Pesach, so he tells Moshe to go Merosh and set everything in process so that when it comes to the time of Gaula, now Daesh will come to Chuva and then Daesh will be Nigga. Could be less more in the future, more just that you don't have to have a choice. Okay. Again, but it means Rashim setting up Mirosh is based on a future event, based on the fact that will do each other, and it does well deserve it. Or, like I said, the other option is that she doesn't need that. He was going to bring the God even if does each other. That was good on Safi. That was good on Safi. Now, if you understand the Safi, then you can understand the Kalvah. What is good on what? So, like the Pasuk says, the matter of Klayashal at that time, that it was, the Klayashal was down below it. They, were, they had everything we taken away from them, even the food. Men used to come and raid all their food. And so they used to hide food in, the, in the, all kinds of crazy places so that men wouldn't steal their food. They had no metal, because men wouldn't have them use metal. And so they had, they had nothing. So they're in a very, very bad position. Now, Gideon has the same question. And he says, the master, the Malach says to Hashem Imcha, Hashem is here to, Hashem is with you. So again, I don't understand. If you're going to say that Akadosh Baruch is with us, which means you can save us because Klaish will need to be saved, like the first Mahalach, even if we don't have any Shkosim. So that applies to us, like it applies to them. It's true we don't have Shkosim, it's true that a lot of people worship with Bezar at that time also. But Lema'isa, if, if the Mahalach is that when Klaish needs to be saved, so Akadosh Baruch is uh, promise to save them isn't totally on their system. Hashem to save us also. What's the difference? What's the difference? It's not, it's not like we say, it's not about uh, what the people in Mitzrayim were doing as opposed to what the people today are doing. It's about the principle. And that is Hashem saves that system. When Israel are threatened with extinction, Akash Baruch is going to stand to save them, not because they've done something right, but because that was his Aftar. So it says, good, it should apply to us too. Now, what's the other option? The other option is, no, they did have Shkosim. They did have Shkosim. When did they have Shkosim? Not at the beginning. Not at the beginning. When it came to the Gerola, then they had the Shkosim. But at the beginning, the process started without that, based on the Shkosim that they're going to have. Says Gidon, so if that's the case, at least that Hashem should do for us. Let the process start. Just like in Mitzrayim, the Hashem started a process of Gerola, but based on the fact that he knew Klai Yisrael would, when it came to Gaula, would deserve it. So then why does it then that should apply to us too? It would apply to them, it should apply to us. That was his, that was his side. And now, if that's the case, we understand Hashem's answer to him as not just saying, yeah, it was a good argument. Hashem's giving him the answer. And Hashem said, Which means, Hashem told him, I'm doing the same deal like I did to Moshe. Just like Moshe was chosen to be the Goyal, Merosh. And then afterwards, Kaisal were aware of it, and afterwards everything else unfolded. So it's the over here. Hashem said, I'm choosing you to be the girl. And now, I mean, this, this, just like my Moshe, this is where the process of Gaula starts, which will, which will eventually develop and save Kaisal from media. What happened next? It's also a very exact parallel. 
And the next night, Hashem tells him to take the, the power of the Baal. They had a certain cow that were fattening for seven years to bring the problem to the Baal. He says, go and shecht it, smash the Mizbev of the Baal, burn the Asherah, whatever it was. Which is similar to Shef Nekob and Pesach, which is the God of Mitzrayim. And then, Yemele, after that, they go, okay. Okay, so we, we understand the Yisoyt. We understand what, what, what do we see, what, what Gideon learned from Pesach. What Gideon learned from Pesach, and why am I bringing this? is because it's a Hashkafah point, which is like a, to add a Seder also. We have the same question. We have the same question. If we say, Every dorv, dorv, Hakadosh Baruch Hu mitzleinu miyadam. So now the question is, which way is it? Hashem mitzleinu miyadam because we deserve it, or Hashem mitzleinu miyadam even though we don't deserve it? In other words, it's not. It's not that we, we, it, there's a possibility of it not happening. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is mafteach. You will say Chayisrael. But is the mahalach going to be the same mahalach that even if Chayisrael don't deserve it, the will still get saved? Or is the mahalach going to be? Was the matter going to be that Hashem will have to bring us, so to speak, to do something, to do some kind of a tshuva, and then He's going to save us? And we can see that the same question by other times in God is also the same happened by Purim. Same happened by Purim. There was a matter where Klai didn't deserve to be saved, and therefore there was a matter where there was a gzera against him. And then he also had the same question: Did the Yeshua only start because Klai Shol had done tshuva, or not? And that, and that that was necessary in order to save Klai Yisrael. Well, no. The Nakoda was that even without it, they would have still been saved. And we see this also in the words of Mordechai. When he says, That was Pashat Men. The Pashat are going to get saved. The question just was is it going to be first, there will be a Chiva which Kalash will deserve it, or is there a Mahalach that even if we don't deserve it, still Hashem is going to save us? And we could see the same Mahalach by the Asid Lavi also, by Mashiach. The same Mahalach of last year. Thank you. The, it's, there are many Mufashim on this Gemara, but one of the Mahalchim is that Mashiach can come in a Dosh Kulei Chai, well, Mashiach can come in a Dosh Kulei Zaka. And Mufashim explained, how would Mashiach come in a Dosh Kulei Chai? What's the gather of if no one deserves it? And the answer is, because Klaishal needs to get saved. If it gets to the stage where Klaishal is going to get destroyed, then Hashem is going to have to step in to save him. Hashem is going to have to step in to save him. And then it might be even without Swasim. That's the same you said. Now, if that's the case, there's, there's two kapitlach in Tehillim, which uh, are next to each other, and they're both describing the Yeshua, but if you look at them carefully, they're both they're describing the Yeshua for two different reasons. The first one is the kapitel we said, and I said, we start high with it, and that is, Loi Lano Hashem, Loi Lano. Kiddushim Chatein Kovah, Lachas Fahimitecha. No, it's nothing to us. It's uh, we don't, not we don't deserve it. But Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going to bring the Yeshua because of Lama Yemer Agayim Ayin And therefore, because of that, because of that possibility that the Yeshua will come not because of our children, it can come even if a door which doesn't deserve it. So if we can say Yeshua B'Tach B'Hashem Ezra Maginam, we can be B'Tach B'Hashem because we don't have to deserve the Yeshua. It's going to come. That's one option. There's another option also, as I said a paragraph after that. And that is that we say Hashem brought the Yeshua because of me. And it's David talking about himself. All that, but I deserved it. And therefore, Hashem Rachim. 
And as I can say, not Bishop Tachv Hashem, because we don't need it. But Shuvi Nafshin Mechayich Hashem Gamal Alaychi. Hashem has paid you back. And that's because there's a gather of when we've done something which we deserve the issue. We have both of these two gedolim. We have both these two gedolim. Either way around, the yisoid we see from Pesach is that however you're going to learn, and we have two options, which we already had that topic, which option is going to be, but the yisoid we see is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu can initiate the process even beforehand. Last month, the pilot, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu came to Moshe and told him, I want to save Klai Yisrael, or same thing, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu came to Gideon and told him, you're going to be able to save Klai Yisrael, that was for sure before the trip. That was for sure before the trip. We can discuss, was, the, was it based on the future trip they were going to do or not? Two days in it, we can hear both sides of the topic. But Lemaise, to, to begin the process, can begin before also. And that's why there's a certain Nakuda of... Two minutes left, but let's explain this point. A certain Nakuda of Tzipiyah Yeshua, in the sense that the Yeshua can start even before Kalashal deserves it. We say on the one hand that the Kalashal has to do Chiva before Mashiach comes, and it's true, and there are reasons for that. Oh, so if Kalashal hasn't done Chiva yet, not yet, so then why are we waiting for Mashiach? The process of Yeshua can start before that. The process of Yeshua can start before that. There's one memory in the Gemara which says, for example, that Eliyahu and Navi will come before Mashiach. It'll be Machir, the Mashiach is going to come. Now, that idea is the same idea as Hashem choosing Moshe or Gideon or whatever it is to be the Goyal before the Goyal happens. And that can happen now also. And it's interesting, it's in the diagnosis. When the Gemara talks about a person who, who, who talks about, like makes a nether, it'll become a nod in the day of the Goyal or whatever it's going to be, the Gemara looks at it as when's Eliyahu coming? None of them is coming because the Gemara says, come look from Israel, Eliyahu is not going to come, the Arab Shabbos or Shabbos, whatever it's going to be. What about Mashiach? Eliyahu is just coming before him. But it's the same you saw it. And that is for Mashiach to come, maybe it needs children. But the process of Gaulah can start before that already. And that could happen any day. That could happen any day. Whenever Kaddish Prophet decides to set the process in motion, he can send the Eliyahu That could happen before the Mashiach comes. And for every day, that, 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 that possibility exists. But that's the side of Pesach. Yeah.